A reading from the Gospel according to Luke. When the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every firstborn male shall be designated as holy to the Lord. And they offered a sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, Simeon came into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation which you have prepared in the presence of all people, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And the child's father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to his mother Mary, This child is destined for the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be opposed so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age, having lived with her husband seven years after her marriage and then as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped there with fasting and prayer night and day. At that moment she came and began to praise God and to speak about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had finished everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. The word of the Lord. Would you pray with me? Oh God, may the words that proceed from my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable to you this final day of 2017. May we hear the prophets of old resounding in our own futures through your word. In your name, amen. Always be yourself and have faith in yourself. Do not go out and look for a successful personality and try to duplicate it, says Bruce Lee. It's supposed to be hard. If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. Jimmy Dugan from A League of Their Own. You're braver than you believe, stronger than you may seem, and smarter than you think. Winnie the Pooh. The night is darkest just before the dawn, and I promise you the dawn is coming. Harvey Dent in the dark night. You is kind, you is smart, you is important. From The Help. 
These are the prophets of the movies that we watch. The speaker in each of these situations gives life to another character through hope or through warning. These quotes are more than just simply feel-good starters. They say much more than, you look nice today. They give a character meaning. They give them purpose and identity. In many cases, quotes like these are staged right around the climax as an indicator of the falling action and the resolution. They pay attention to deep reality and often point out things that the character cannot see in themselves. The prophets did not need to look at a crystal ball to foresee the future. They simply needed to be attentive, to stop and see the pattern of history, to stop and to notice a quality that the hearer may possess, and to give light to their identity. They pay attention to the formulas for living because they are not often as they seem, and then they gift those realities to others. What a good screenwriter does to write visionary quotations such as these is that they craft them not only to address the hearer on the screen, but also those that are listening in the audience. In essence, we become part of the scene, and we likewise receive the vision of the moment. Our scriptures are also filled with prophets. Some we deem major prophets, like Isaiah, who take up a large portion of our Old Testament text. Others we may deem minor prophets that also have books attributed to them or may just appear in stories that we have. In our text for today, we encounter two prophets, Simeon and Anna. While the NRSV does not directly identify Simeon as a prophet, he is the one that delivers the prophetic message upon the life of the child. He says, This child is destined for the falling and the rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be opposed, so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed. And says to Mary, A sword will pierce your own soul too. Simeon had received a, received a prophecy himself about the Messiah's coming, and that day he was compelled to go to the temple. He knew that he had witnessed the Messiah and the child, and he confirms that by saying that he is now able to die since the prophecy has been fulfilled, that he would see the Messiah before his passing. You know, prophets in the Bible are often associated with vision, with seeing Some are reported to have seen a vision of the Lord, such as Isaiah, and others are reported to have seen a message, the actual message of the Lord, like Ezekiel. These prophets are gifted with a multi-layered ability of sight or insight. The text today says that Simeon will not die until he sees the Messiah, and then when he sees Christ... He proclaims his identity through the preparedness for his own death. It was a common notion in the Hebrew scriptures that those who looked upon the face of God would die. While Simeon does not deem him God, but simply the Savior that Israel has been waiting for, it's curious that he does say that now he is able to die because he has witnessed the Messiah, God with us, Emmanuel. Simeon's proclamation over the Christ child, whether intended for the baby's hearing or not, is absorbed by the parents. 
They're amazed at what's being said about their son. This is important information to them. They're new parents. They're already starry-eyed at the responsibility of what they have gotten themselves into, especially as they deal with the social acceptance, or lack thereof, of the fact that Joseph is not the father. Is this something that's said to all children that are brought into the temple? It's life-changing. Perhaps it's something special for this one. Well, as Simeon's prophetic word enters into the ears of the parents, another prophet, Anna, this one explicitly named a prophet in our story, Anna proclaims the message of the coming of the Messiah to all of those who are looking for the redemption of Jerusalem, our text says. In essence, she bookends the message of the prophets of the Old Testament. They proclaim that the Messiah is coming to prepare a way. Isaiah proclaims that the people will rejoice, for a child has been born for us, a son given. You know this. Authority rests upon his shoulders. He is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. And in our story today, Anna Anna proclaims, Here he is. We found him. It's the beginning of the story of Christ and the beginning of the good news of the gospel. And in this beginning, Jesus has life, well, life through death, spoken to and for him. We've all heard those Cinderella stories where unlikely characters become the star of their trade. Many of these stories have some component of prophecy. And no exception is the story of Mercedes Rule. She's one of the few actresses to win a Tony and an Oscar in the same year. She saw her first Broadway show when she was in grade school. Her family was traveling to New York City, visiting relatives, and just so happened to be driving through Times Square when on the spur of, her mo- the, spur of the moment, her parents decided to see if they could get tickets to the unsinkable Molly Brown. I remember waiting in the car, says Rule, while my mother ran up to the box office. The only tickets left were for box seats. Box seats? To me, there were no better seats. And I remember my father saying, sure, go for it. Rule recalls, as we watched the play, I could not take my eyes off its star. She must have felt my adoration because at one point she looked up and held my eyes. It was probably for no more than one second, but it seemed like ten seconds. I always felt that that was my official invitation to be an actress. With her gaze... I was touched like a knight on both shoulders with a sword. What a mighty act of proclamation for an actress who is paid to woo the audience, to find a moment to speak life into a young girl, even through a one-second glance. This one-second glance changed the trajectory of the girl's life. It was a few moments also of an angel's discourse and a couple of sentences from a righteous man in the temple that made a big difference for the parents of Jesus. And from this proclamation and from the message of the angel, the child's life began. Like I mentioned earlier about the strategy of a good screenwriter, 
This message that we received from the author of the text today is a message for us, the readers, too. It reminds us that this little baby is God with us, Emmanuel, that has come to save us from our sins. Simeon and Anna have spoken life into our situations as well. The Christ child did not just come for the parents or the grandparents. He was and is here for us too. In this coming calendar year of 2018, we turn our gaze at new beginnings. If you're like me, you've already began to plan for those trips, those medical procedures or accomplishments that might fill your calendar this year. As you ponder what your new year might look like, there may be a mixture of anxiety and excitement of the possibilities. But I encourage us all not to leave out of our new year planning a prophetic vision, a vision like that of Simeon and Anna, one that reminds us that the Savior of the world will be written on those calendar pages too. Keep in mind the situation that you find yourself in today and the road that it took you to get here. Consider the patterning of the world and a God that both created that pattern and that is unbound by it. May that God be a guide for us. This coming year, may we allow other prophets to speak life into our own lives as well. As I spoke about last week, receive those prophecies. Receive the reality of who we are, the beauty of our soul that God has given us, in our weakness, our failures, our strengths, and even our victories. And may even a glimpse of God in the infancy of 2018 give us identity for a future. I want to take just a few moments in this time of proclamation this sermon time, to allow space for preparation for the new year. I want to suggest for us a few visionary proclamations from the prophets of old that we have written in our own scriptures. And then I encourage you to find a space in your mental planning and preparation of the future where they might speak life into it. And through this activity, if your heart is up for the challenge, I also invite you to recall where those promises might have been prominent in your life over the past year. For sometimes seeing where you have come from helps us to get where we are going. So I welcome you to take just a few moments, bring yourself into a comfortable position, closing your eyes if you choose, and hear the goodness that God has in store for you from the prophets of old. From John. I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. From Isaiah. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. Again from Isaiah. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. 
I will uphold you with my righteous hand. From John. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. From Jeremiah. For surely I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for your welfare and not for harm, to give you future with a hope. And from Matthew. You are to call him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Each of these are printed in your worship folder so that you too may take them with you, ponder them, and think through them through your 2018. And now may we pray together. O God, may we not think that prophetic witness lives and dies with the written words in the Bible. Bless our ears and our hearts as we receive the message into our lives of the prophets all around us in your word. In 2018, may you bless our mindsets and be a compass for our hearts. Bless our comings and goings that we may be held together by your presence. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.